This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Welcome listeners. Today's historical excerpt focuses on nature and an outdoor experience available to all for a small cost, the Palmerston North Cespinard Railway. Here to drive us is Bernard Watson, who's currently the president of the Palmerston North Esplanade Scenic Railway Incorporated Society. Welcome, Bernard. Thank you very much. Good morning. So, under the red traffic light, um, is the Esplanade train still operating? Yes, we are. We're um, running pretty much as normal. Um, we're, we're using masks for everybody, and um, we ask our customers, our, our passengers, to keep their mask on on the train at all times. All right. So when you say running as normal, um, school holidays, of course, it was running during the week. So is it back to just weekends, or it's when, just, when does it run? It's just back to weekends now, Saturday and Sunday. Yes, one to four. One to four, or just yeah. in the afternoons, right? Mm. So do people have to make um, bookings, or do they just turn up? And no, just turn up on the day, and um, we'd be very happy to see them. All right. So, and what happens on wet days? Do you still operate? No, wet days, um, we have a system where the duty station manager at midday makes the call whether we're going to run or not. And if it's not, well, then everybody goes home. Oh, right. Okay. So, and how many people would you have working there on on a normal running day? A normal running day, we need eight at the very least Mm -hmm. to run. Two trains, two stations, and look after the COVID um, passes. Oh, right. Okay, so and um, so the normal running hours are weekends and public holidays for just in the afternoons from one to four. You said was that yes, right? Yes, yes, that's okay. correct. Yep. And special occasions you ha- have in the past had some of those, and COVID allowing you having them again this year. We are indeed. Yes, we'll have weddings and excursions and birthday parties and just about anything you can think of. We'll we'll have it. Yes. So um, it, people can hire it out. So um, what sort of cost is it? Yes, the the excursions are fifty dollars minimum, uh, and then two dollars fifty per person after that. Um, and we do need, obviously, because it's a, a special run, uh, notice beforehand. So um, and could they do that on a weekday as well as the weekends? Or? Yes, yes, yeah. indeed, yes, indeed, yep. So they better not to do it. Um, on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon or no, a public No, no, well, we, we don't actually accept bookings for Saturday and Sunday afternoon while we're running normally. It just interferes too much with the, our, our normal running yeah. day. A lot of diff- um, disappointed uh, public, if you like. So, mm. <laughs> okay, so, um, and it, so you can hire it out, and that costs $50. Yes. Uh, uh, plus $2.50 per person. Yes. And, and that's a reduction in the normal cost? It is, yes. The normal cost is $3. Um, you really need 20 people to make it uh, worthwhile and, and economical for the customer. Right. Minimum 20. 
Okay. And but again, of course, that's not a hard and fast rule. We 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 can uh, we can accommodate just about anything you come up with. So on one train, how how many people would uh, if you had a full train, how many would that be? Forty-eight is our normal uh, full train, but of course, running with COVID, we're keeping people in groups in, in their bubbles. All right. Um, and so we're probably down to about thirty per train now. So the the bubbles would be um, like my family would fit in one coach, or, or yes, or, yes, yeah, yep. So how many can go in each coach? Well, I'm not, well, not uh, coach, um, but uh, yes, <laughs> ca- a carriage. To, yeah, carriage. Uh, that's uh, well, it's it's eight eight adults. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, but with social distancing, uh, we we've got to just be very careful about. Uh, keeping people in their bubble and keeping that that distance. So now you designate that, okay, you people sit here, please, and you sit here, there. That you don't just sort of, okay, all aboard. And no, no, we we direct people to their to their carriage and and just keep an eye on that that it's it's working as it should do. Right. So, um, how can people contact you if they are interested in hiring out the train? Well, the the best way is to ring the the uh, our secretary's number, which is o two seven nine double three double three one three, and leave a message. So that's o two seven nine four three four threes. Yes, one three. One three. Yes. Right, okay. Now he's he's still working full time, so you won't get a reply immediately. So don't panic if it doesn't if he doesn't get back to you straight away. And that number is. Again, o two seven nine three 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 one three. All right, and and that's the current secretary at the moment is Erin Johnson. Erin, right? Okay. And of course, you could always get hold. <coughs> Sorry, you could always get hold of me on o two seven nine three six three four one seven. O two seven nine three six three four one seven, and mm. that's Bernard. Yeah. Okay. But the sec- secretary on the first uh, the first occasion that's that's the one to go for. He's the excursions manager, right? And and does that change when you know? Do you have elections every year, or how does that work? We do have elections every year, but uh, and our annual general meeting is coming up um, in the end of March. But um, I anticipate things will stay pretty much as they are. Right. Okay. So um, and then as well as special occasions like people wanting to hire it out, you you run public ones. What sort of special occasions will you be running this year? COVID allowing. Well, COVID allowing uh, Halloween. Uh, we did not run Halloween last year because of COVID, um, and um, and any other event like Easter, we'll run all all four. Da- uh, no, we won't. We'll run three days. Um, Esplanade Day, uh, which has been cancelled for this year, uh, as it happens, um, and any any occasion like that that's uh, that we and can run. And so, uh, are they? Uh, I've seen in the paper a, um, a visit from Father Christmas or the Easter Bunny and everything. So, do they just turn up regularly on those days, or they're not special? So, like for example, you might run it in the mornings as well, or they're still just the regular times. But um, you have a visit from the Easter Bunny or Father Christmas or Correct, whatever. yes. We run our normal times and, as you've just said, uh, Father Christmas will arrive out of the blue and, uh, and the Easter, bu- Easter Bunnies will be 
hopping about. Hopping around, <laughs> yep. So, and um, Halloween, that obviously is not going to be during the day. Is no. that correct? Right. No. So, uh, when would that be? Uh, it's it's usually November, um, and we run over three nights: Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. And leave if if we get wet weather, we'll then leave and run on the Sunday night. All oh, right. Okay. So that's in November. And how do people find out about when that is on? That'll be that'll be pretty well advertised on social media, and we have posters up around Palmerston North, and um, and a lot of people look forward to that, and they they know that it's coming up. Past customers know that it's coming up, and they'll look forward to uh, to seeing that. But so, social media is the way to go. So um, and radio, the of course. Train has, has um, a Facebook page. Yes, we do. Yes, indeed. Right. So if they just go on Facebook and look for Palmerston North Esplanade Train, will that? Yes, that'll it? that'll lead you to it. Yes. Well, see, rather than Scenic Railway, which is the official well, term. <laughs> yes, any any of those will lead you to our official page, yes. Right, okay. Now, you've mentioned COVID restrictions before, so can we just rehash um, those for, for the listeners? Yes, we can. We, uh, we require vaccine passes as you come in the door. You must wear a mask um, in the building, and we would prefer that you wore a mask on the train. Um, all our staff wear masks all the time while we're facing the public, um, and if things don't change, then that's that's how it will be. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned before that there are two stations, so um, are those both starting points um, to get on? So you can buy tickets at both points, or they are. In fact, there's three points you can buy tickets, but we'll start with Victoria Station, which was the main one. That's the one that's behind the Lido. Uh, and then there's the cafe platform. You can buy tickets at the cafe, um, cafe Esplanade. And then there's the playground station. So you can buy tickets at any of those three and travel back to any of those three. So it's, uh, they go just one circuit, is that correct? Yes, one circuit. The, the ride's about 20 minutes um, and it's uh, $3 per adult. Under twos, uh, oh, it's three dollars per passenger. I beg your pardon. And under twos are free. All right, so three dollars per passenger, and under th- under twos are free. So, will you be um, expecting ten-year-olds, uh, year, year fours, up to wear masks as well? Well, it's a very good <laughs> question because um, it's, we're at the at the behest of the government, of course, or the health department, or whoever. Um, but yes, we want to. Err, we will err on the side of caution, and uh, already we see uh, the younger kids wearing masks. So we're happy to, that that may continue and, and even expand. Well, that's good. So um, because I know I'm I'm useless at, at trying to guess a- ages. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, yes. you can um, have some pretty tall youngsters and some that's shorter right. older people. Yes, <laughs> goodness yes. Knows what else? So yes. Uh, right. Okay. So you've got three starting points. There's the uh, the main station, which is behind the Lido. Then there's the cafe. Um, you buy your tickets at the cafe and around by the playground there's another station. There. Yes. So presumably that's three of your eight minimum people that you No, require. we don't staff the cafe platform. The, the cafe sell oh, our right. tickets okay. for us. We only staff Victoria Station and Playground Station. So, um, and presumably 
in the uh, if you've got a full train, you'd have to wait for the next round. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, and that yeah. does happen, of course. Um, the, the the loadings out of the playground station are usually heavier than Victoria Station, so people see a full train come in to Victoria Station, expecting to get on it, but unfortunately those people usually stay on and go back to playground. So oh. they, so they <laughs> see a train come and go and think, oh, what's going on here? But the second train, because we run two at a time, um, starts at Victoria Station and therefore comes back to there and unloads there. Oh, at the playground one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so yeah. one starts at Victoria, the other starts at the playground. Yes, and they and they run at the same time round the same way. Obviously, they, they do go in a different yeah. direction. Yes, they do. You don't want any crashes. No, none of that. Thanks. Cool. Right, so um, that's where you start. So where does the train go, and what will passengers see? Well, it weaves its way through through the Esplanade. There's quite a variety actually from uh, going across grass and gardens behind the behind the cafe. Uh, across the back of the hockey fields and then into the children's playground. And then on the way back, it, it dives into the bush. And some of that bush, I'm led to believe, is extremely old, remnants of the original bush uh, in this area. And so so there's a, a wide variety of, of um, scenery, if you like. And and is it a sort of conductor tour? You just go, like the driver says, you know, we're coming into the bush and look, you can see a torture tree there or whatever. No, no, we don't no, go no. quite that far. <laughs> we uh, we have a driver and a guard on each train and uh, and they just just do that, just drive and keep an eye on things. And stop and start at the stations, yes, obviously. Yes. Right. So, um, for example, if there's nobody at the cafe, they just go past or do they stop at the stations anyway? No, we only stop on request at the cafe. Uh, the other two, the Victoria Station and and the Playground Station, uh, stops. Well, they they would be um, sort of well stop at start as you say. Yes. yes. Right. And those contact details again, if anybody is interested. So for the uh, for booking an uh, an excursion or or anything really, um, the secretary's number is o two seven nine double three. Double three one three, and leave a message on there, please. Or myself, President, o two seven nine three six three four one seven. All right. So now we're going to have a um, a break, and we're going to hear morning train ride. <laughs>
Right, that was Sheena Easton with Morning Train. So we're talking today um, about a different train. So we're back with Bernard Watson from the Esplanade Scenic Railway. So, Bernard, can you tell us a bit about the history of, of the um, train? Yes, the Palmerston Esplanade Railway has been going for a considerable amount of time. In fact, um, in March, we have our 56th annual general meeting. So um, the railway was officially opened on the 1st of November 1969. So it's it's had a long and illustrious history, really. All right. So um, when uh, that's when, so why was it established? Um, well, I guess there was a group of people who um, who decided that it would be an ideal spot to run a train, and um, and they got together, as I say, way back on uh, in 1969, with with that idea, and the council were on board, so it happened. So they were just train enthusiasts. Well, they were model engineering enthusiasts, um, right. because the original name of the place was the. Um, um, Miniature Railway Model Model Railway um, Society or whatever they were. Yeah. Yes, so they were, so, they were so from yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will remember John Coochman, the electrician here in Palmerston North. He was one of the foundation uh, members that kicked it off. Wow, 56 years later. <laughs> yeah, still we're still going, going strong. strong. Yes, absolutely. So, so um, the, the track size, uh, did it do much the same circuit now that it uh, um, did then? No, much, much longer now. The original track, um, while it wasn't exactly a circle, it went down, it didn't cross any of the, of the, high, of the roads All right. and, and just turned and went back through the bush. Now we cross four uh, roadways and uh, to the cafe and the back of the hockey field and right down around to the, to the playground station and then back to where the original track was. All right. So most of it was through the through the bush to begin yes, with. Yes, yes, right. was. So and there've been lots of improvements over the years. Obviously, one one of the ones was I understand that you had to move the track slightly over. So when the wildlife, um, the wild base recovery centre went in there. Yes, we did a major deviation there. Um, there was a bit of noise coming off our track that um, wild base thought would be disturbing to their. Birds and animals, or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, so um, we did a major deviation and up into the garden itself, uh, which is much much quieter, and therefore hopefully better for the for the wildlife and at the. Uh, so the ride today, in about twenty minutes, you said, would be a bit longer than it was originally. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so what other improvements have been made over the years? Well, we recently, when I say recently, 2019, um, uh, built the new depot, which is, uh, 2015, we built the new depot, uh, which is our rolling stock uh, maintenance depot. Um, that was a giant leap forward, considering the, the, the conditions we worked in before that. And that was about a quarter of a million dollars. And then in 2019... We built the new station, um, and that that was a giant leap forward too for the conditions that we had before. So, if you're actually starting there, you actually go into the station and get on the train at at a station um, side by a building kind. Yes, of thing, yes, yeah. a proper proper station. Yes, 
Yes. All right. So, um, and any further plant? Oh, well, we forgot about the last. When I drove through there not long ago, I noticed lights and things and, and crossings. So, yes, um, level, level crossing alarms. That's been uh, this year, uh, this year's um, major project. Um, we actually started thinking about that three years ago, in conjunction with a, a mate of mine from Carterton, who is the the brains behind the electronics of it all. And so we've got flashing lights and bells on the four roadways. And you obviously don't have barrier arms, but uh, the way the accidents go on the real uh, um, train lines, some people don't take any notice anyway. No, they don't. But I'm very happy to report that the flashing lights uh, and bells have have worked really well. The the travelling public, although they're going slow, they're supposed to be going slowly in the park. <laughs> Ten kilometres, yes. Uh, yes, they're supposed to be. Um, but they're working really well. They're, they're stopping the traffic and therefore it's safer for our staff right. and our passengers. Right. And um, so is that the end of the plans or are there further oh, no. plans? <laughs> no, so there's plenty, plenty more plans. Uh, the next project, and hopefully that might happen this year, is to put a veranda over the platform at the playground station. All oh, right. Um, it can get pretty hot down there, uh, standing around waiting for a train, uh, although it might only be in, only 10 minutes between trains. Um, so our, our goal this year is to build a, a, a veranda over the platform at the playground station. Right, and you have um, members of the, of the society uh, and are there fees? To join, yes, yes, yes there's a joining fee, um, $10 per year, and there's a joining fee of $20. Um, we go through a process of um, people applying and then we, we vet them and then they're presented to the... their application is presented to the committee... With a recommendation or otherwise from the from the vetting committee, and and then we either accept or decline the application. So these are all volunteers, are they? Yes, that, that, right. Yes, so they're, they're, they're wanting and to mainly be mainly of the older generation, although not exclusively. We do have some very good uh, young people, uh, girls as well as boys, um, on board, and it's it's. Written. And so, what what do the volunteers do? Well, they can do. As much or as little as they like, really. You can become a cashier exclusively if that's how you want to be. Or if you want to go on, then you can train to be a guard. And after a period of of guarding, uh, then you can train on the three locomotives, uh, one at a time, obviously. And um, and so it's it's pretty open depending on what people want to do. And uh, some people, if they've got mobility issues then they might just want to stay in a station and sell tickets, and that's fine. Um, yeah, pretty much that's how it works. So all the volunteers have to be members? Yes, they do. Right. Yes, they yeah. do. That's yes. fair enough. Yes. Is it? And do you have regular meetings of the of a uh, membership, or are they just...? No, we have, we have regular committee meetings, of course, each month, right. but uh, the membership at large, no, the only time we really get together is our Christmas party, and um, and the annual general meeting. All right. But we're in touch in this modern day and age with uh, email and et cetera, et cetera. And um, are they rostered? Yes, they are rostered. When you join, we we expect a member to do one day per month. This is when we're running weekends only. So it's it's not too onerous. Um, and we would we would like people to do that, although, of course, we've got no... 
no say to because no no power to say us, to be quite honest. But that's what we we like. So roughly to do. that's th- three hours a month. Yes, yes, that's it. And are volunteers needed now? Yes, we're always looking for volunteers. Um, uh, we've we have lost a few to COVID. One, a few of our members are. Um, a bit gun shy about coming down, and and that's fine. We're we're quite accepting of that. Um, but if there are people out there that are perhaps retired and looking for something to do, and and maybe even an interest in railways, or or whatever, it's it's a very good social. Um, we've got a very good atmosphere with um, with everybody, and so there's there's apart from running trains, there's um, you know it's it's a good good place to meet and talk to people. All right. So um, is there anything else? We're almost out of time, so we've got a couple more minutes. So anything else that you'd like to add? Not anything immediately springs to mind, but... um, It's a good place to be and exciting. So (laughs) come come along if you'd like to. So they would contact um, Erin, the current secretary at the moment, if they're wanting to join. Yes. Um, And his number again was... 027-933-3313 and leave a message, please. He will not um, be manning that phone 24-7. That's because he's in regular work, so... Yes, yes, yes. And and what about yourself, Bernard? Do you um, regularly work so your phone is more likely to be answered? No, I'm I'm long retired (laughs) and so my phone is pretty much on uh, all the time and would welcome welcome calls from anybody. So what was the number? 027-9363-417. Great. So we've heard all about it, people. There's masses of improvements. If you haven't been down there recently, go and have a look, particularly if you go between 1 and 4 on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon where you can hear the bells and the um, lights, see the lights, not hear them, (laughs) flashing there on the railway. So thank you very much, Bernard. It's been most informative. Thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to you. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.